Welcome to Mouthing Off with Olivia. Hey guys, it's Olivia Caridi from The Bachelor, the girl with probably the biggest mouth you've ever seen. But now I'm using my huge mouth to talk really smart things with my favorite reality stars, influencers, YouTubers, you name it. They're going to mouth off too. Bam. This is Mouthing Off with Olivia. Here we go. It has been a hot minute since I've recorded with a big brother human. So this is really, yeah, it's, I don't, I don't, I didn't look, but it's been a while. We have Rachel Swindler from BB20. Yes. Yay. The best season ever. It it was, uh, it's, it was dramatic. Yeah. Okay. Well, before we get into everything, I just like to hear about you before reality TV. (laughs) Um, Your intro gave a little bit of an idea, but for anyone who hadn't seen it, you are not from Las Vegas, but you moved there, right? Yes. Um, I'm originally from Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. Go Gamecocks. Yeah, cool. And yeah, and I I mean, I loved growing up. I I mean, I freaking had an amazing family, great friends, um, you know, really thrived in high school. Like I had a I had an amazing upbringing and I was always in show choir and doing all the things and theater and, and all that jazz. And then went to school for musical theater and then, um, you know, started doing some like small town acting, like nothing major or anything. Uh, and then, <laughs> and then I ended up kind of landing the gig that basically propelled my professional career, which was uh, legend of the concert, which was a tribute show. Cool. And, um, book that and then that propelled me to Las Vegas because they had a venue in Las Vegas so once I got there I was a backup singer dancer and I just learned that in Las Vegas you hustle 24 7. I believe it you know I, I'm yeah. guilty I have I've the only time I've actually ever been to Vegas was when I was on The Bachelor <laughs> I have this opinion that is obviously incorrect that like vague people don't live in Vegas right like they just go to Vegas for vacation. I, so yeah, I mean, what, what's it like living in Vegas? Yeah, I, I will say, um, really be grounded in who you are before you move to Las Vegas. I'll be honest. I was not, Okay, I was going through a really bad relationship. Uh, this guy had just, I mean, he just completely tore me apart, uh, mentally. Um, and so I was going into, and he lived in Las Vegas. Oh, so we were getting <laughs> off of a job together. I was working on I was working on a job with him on in, on Norwegian cruise lines. He was a musician and um, he totally wrecked me. And then I ended up moving to Las Vegas where he lived. And it was just let me guess. Did he reach out and like want to talk? Oh, oh, of course. Like, yeah, I mean, yeah. but me too. I mean, I was moving to a city that I didn't know many people and I was clinging on to the one thing that. I, you know, I felt like was home to me, even though it was completely horrible and not home home. at all. (laughs) Toxic. (laughs) So cling on to him. And I kind of, thankfully, I only went through that for maybe like a couple months when I moved there. And uh, he ended up moving on, getting a girlfriend. I ended up moving on and it was fine or whatever. Uh, But yeah, I, you know, like I said, really know yourself before you move there. Um, Eventually about two years in, I started getting, you know, better. Okay. Um, and just started gigging um, and I booked another show when I was working there. So I was doing Legends in Concert and I was also working a, a show called Tony and Tina's Wedding. And it was um, an improv dinner show. It's like Love, I love improv. Yeah, but I wasn't even, I mean, I wasn't that great at improv when I started the show. They were just like, you're pretty, you can act and you can sing. Let's so let's go. Yeah. So yeah, um, you know, again, and just gigging, I got to do so many cool things um, in Las Vegas and I miss it a lot. So I'm in, okay, I'm in Louisiana now. Okay, that's what, a lot of your photos had been in Louisiana, but I missed like the announcement or whatever that you were going there, so. There's been no announcement because the plan was to always go back to Los Angeles. So basically, Yeah. So pre Big Brother, you know, Las Vegas life, living there, living there. And then after Big Brother, I decided to take the leap to Los Angeles and kind of try out hosting and and, and acting seriously and all that jazz. And I was there for about a year and then um, COVID hit. So, yeah. So then that's what brought me out here with my boyfriend to 
in essence, you know, be together for the first time. We've never been able to, you know, live together. So, so you live together now. Yeah. With his three children. Oh my gosh. That's amazing. Yeah. So it's been a, my life has taken a complete 180. It really <laughs> Okay. It's Let's... just like, this is my life. Oh <laughs> my God. In the last two years. Wow. Well, okay. So before going on, you know, BB20, you had said you were a fan, right? Like you had yeah. watched the show forever kind of thing. Yeah. Oh yeah. I was a huge fan, very psychotic, to be honest. Um, <laughs> I literally would, it was, it was the show that me and my mom watched growing up. I was 11 years old when Big Brother premiered and I became obsessed with it, legitimately obsessed. I mean, my mom were obsessed. We always would sit there, we'd write out who who the people we liked, who we didn't like. Yeah. And we were always like, we don't like this person. We don't like that person. <laughs> we would get so angry and invested. And it was, yeah, I mean, and it was a way that me and my mother bonded together. And I watched every single season when I performed, I, I briefly said I performed on Norwegian cruise lines. I did the Mediterranean run. So I didn't have, of course, I'm on a freaking ship, so I don't have any Wi Fi or. Yeah. yeah. So I, I literally like lime wired that stuff, wow. man. I went to like, I'd go into port. All for that. Oh, yeah. And I'd get, I'd illegally download it. <laughs> I feel like that's a, that's a thing where, you know, for me, it was The Bachelor, right? Where it's like growing up, you watch one of two shows it's like, oh, it's yeah. Brother or it's Bachelor. <laughs> And that's where you are. And I just was on mm -hmm. the other side. That's really funny. Yeah. Well, it was weird. I was always, it's Big Brother or Survivor. Uh, because oh, they're both right. CBS competition yeah. shows. I found Big Brother later in life. Um, so yeah, I feel like, you know, the the hardest thing, I, I maybe I'm just too dumb, but sometimes <laughs> it's hard for me to keep up on like, who told this person some like that's what I would need to take notes honestly uh -huh. to like remember what this person told this person and yeah I I mean for sure I don't know I, I remember being in there and I was so scared I was gonna get confused too so my biggest thing going in there was don't tell any lies just don't like keep your lies to a minimum so that you don't get confused so I knew who my alliance was right. I knew who wasn't in my alliance so I just tried to be truthful as best as I could and if I did tell a lie I was like I need to store that shit in the back of my head yeah I need to remember that so um that's what I did and and I think too when you're so focused I was so focused when I went in there because all I wanted to do was win and all I wanted to do was you know, I mean, I was, I was probably the most focused I've ever been in my entire life. <laughs> so I, I mean, when I think about it, sometimes I think back on when I was on Big Brother, I was like, dang, man, I was smart back then. <laughs> but it, it yeah. would definitely make you smarter on like, yeah, The Bachelor, which it, there's zero <laughs> talent or thought required whatsoever. <laughs> I always love reality TV in general, people's casting stories. Do you have oh, yeah. a, I don't know, exciting story of being cast? Um, I, kind of, uh, it was just a long process. Um, because initially I was the female alternate for season 19. I see. So I had gotten laid off from my job and this was 2017. And I basically was like, you know what? You only live once. And my friend, Jackie Ibarra, who had been on season 17, um, I, um, I connected with her after her season. I didn't know her before her season. Okay. I connected with her after and I was, I, she basically gave me the confidence. She was like, girl, if I can do it, then you can do it. And I was like, oh, I guess you're right. And I had this stigma in my head that they wouldn't accept performers for some reason. Like, you know, you know how like back in the day, people would think that going on reality TV, you're trying to just boast your career. I mean, people still do that now. Yeah. Well, it's, it's, I feel like it's more, it's more accepted now. It, it, I guess now it's just, you can't even argue against it because every, that is what it is. But yes, I mean, exactly. back five years ago, even it was exactly. like a sin to do that. I see. What yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it, it evolved. And I was like, you know what, it, you know, rally television has evolved and I think that I have a shot. So I went and um, I went to an open call in LA and I stood in line and I went in line and uh, it was like, probably seven or eight people. We all walk up. Robin Cass is there. Um, Jesse Tannenbaum, who was one of my casting people. So it was both of them too. And we're standing around and they were basically like, you know, tell us about yourself, da, 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 da. But then they started saying things like, 
okay, well, you know, what, tell us what you think about the people you've been around. And I was very vocal in line. I was like telling people, I was like, so the VO and then the HOH. <laughs> and I was, get, I was so excited. So everybody kept talking about me. So they would be like, yeah. So they kept saying things like, oh, I wouldn't want to be in the house with her. Or I would want to be in the house with her. So like people kept bringing me up. And so it, they kept looking at me like, oh, and Robin had already made a comment about my outfit and how it looked really nice. And I was like, oh, I'm in. I'm in. And then, yep. And this, this is actually a really funny story. And I don't know if I've, I'm pro- pretty sure I've talked about it before, but Paul, who is, um, you know, he's one of the revered big brother players yep. of all time. Uh, he was actually at the casting and Ooh. I actually, I actually went to brunch afterwards with him and a couple of other people I was in line with. Then you're definitely in. And it kind of was like, I really feel like, I really think you have a good shot. Like, I think they really like you. And I remember thinking to myself, oh my God, what's going on right now? What is (laughs) is happening? And then literally, I think it was 30 minutes later, I got a phone call and it was, you know, you're going to the next round. You need to fill out this application, come back to LA on Monday and you do your, um, your, whatever your, um, in person, um, what the, the, the package that they would pitch to the producers. And anyways, it was, it was crazy. I, I filled out the whole application form, ac- accidentally deleted it, had to do it all over again, literally drove to LA, like with no sleep, stayed in a hotel for two hours. I, I was, if, if, if people that, I you don't know me, but I'm the type of person when somebody's like, so this is the easy route. You're like, and this is the hard one. And I'm like, I'm like over here is the hard one. <laughs> I'm going to make things impossible for myself. Exactly. But I thought I bombed that and then um, I didn't. And I ended up going to the finals the next week. I stayed all the way until the end of the week. And, um, and then I got the alternate and then they, and then they ended up calling me for season 20. Um, I briefly went for literally like three days to do medical and uh, they wanted to see me in person again. Of course. And uh, of course, you know, yep. to make sure everything's still in place. You look good and Exactly. So I went there and I got the call a couple of weeks later that I was going on the show. And I literally, when I got the call, I said, mm-hmm. of course I am. I, I knew. I already knew y'all should, y'all asses should have cast me last year. So here we go. Let's go. Like, that was my thing. I wasn't even like, woo. I was like, uh-huh, game time. <laughs> here we go. <laughs> okay. But you, so you kind of said you were talking a little bit about uh, uh, maybe a strategy of trying to lie as little as possible, but w- was there any other strategy or strategies going in? Whether they mm-hmm. worked or not, well, they were working for uh, for a bit, for some time uh, for, a good, for a good while. They were working. Um, I mainly when I went in, I was just trying to pinpoint. I wanted to find one person who was my uh, final two, who was my ride or die, um, who at the time was Angela. You know, she was the one. Yeah, yeah. Lol. <laughs> she was the one I honed in on. She was from South Carolina, just like myself, and. Um, also, the reason why and I didn't really think about this when we, we initially got when I made the final two deal, but she became very unlikable in the house. Yeah. Yeah. Like people, at least on the other side, the Faute side, um, with an exception of maybe like Haley or or whatever. But she became very, um, you know, she, she's just different. Like in person, she's not like me, like bubbly and this and that and very outgoing and that's not to say like she's not an amazing person it was just our personalities were very different yeah and I felt like in the end if I was sitting next to her I would win so I wanted to choose somebody that I could beat and I wanted it to be a strong female like that was what I wanted I was all you know women empowerment I wanted two strong women to make it to the end so she was my final two and then everything with level six just it just fell in place. Like I already knew off the gate. I wanted to be, I wanted to work with Brett and Winston that day one. I have, I already wanted to work with Brett and Winston day one. And then about like day two or three, that's when Tyler and Casey, you know, started coming into play. And so we just all ended up, you know, we kind of, you know, I can't remember maybe we were in the geometry room or something. And we we're like, okay, these people da 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 da. And then Tyler got HOH and that was it. So, I mean, it was like I found the people and then I I didn't really think about the fact of ge- of gaining the majority, which mm-hmm. was, I guess, I think Tyler's real doing. And he's like, we've got to gain the majority. And I was like, damn, that's really, that's really smart. And um, 
so with him, you know, we just had so many smart game players in our alliance that it made it incredibly easy. Um, and so that was great. And then my other strategy was just to use my personality and to connect with everybody and um, be personable and nice. And I made sure not to be alone with a lot of my alliance members for very long. And like when Rockstar got yelled at by Brett, I went and comforted comforted her. Like I went upstairs and I talked to her and that was all strategy. So it was more, you, you balanced a social strategy as well. You thought that was yes. important. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I wanted to lay, lay low in the beginning as much as possible. And it was really funny because one time when we, so we had to practice one of the HOHs. I think it was the second one that Caitlin won. And we had to do like the, it was by luck one. It like flew in the air. Yes. Oh, yes, um, yes, yes, yes. And yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was practicing that. We all had to, we all had to practice it outside. And I ended up having a couple of good, good plays or whatever. Thingies, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and that was when Sam and Steve were on the block and we were trying to save Sam. And Steve comes in. We're like literally all chilling in the freaking living room. And Steve walks in and goes, man, Rachel, you got a couple of good uh, hits in there. You looked, uh, looked really good out there. And I was like, can you shut the fuck up? <laughs> I'm like, are, are you trying to get me out of here? I was like, I didn't mean to do good at it. <laughs> yeah, I was like, please don't tell me that I'm good at that. I suck. Wait, okay, side note. I didn't have this as a question, but um, did you ever get the impression that Steve was not a mechanic? Oh my gosh, is that what he said in the first? Yeah. That's what he said. He said he was a mechanic. Yeah, to be honest, I didn't even get it, give it a second thought. I... Or maybe, maybe you never got the impression that he was a private investigator, like a legit. Yeah, I will, I will say my first encounter with him was he was very sweaty. He seemed he very was. nervous. Yeah. <laughs> he was, he had like sweat. <laughs> Pouring sweat. Pouring. Big like jacket on. And I remember thinking to myself at the time, something, I'm just, not, I didn't feel an initial like bond with him and he kind of just he seemed odd to me yeah just i mean he made me uncomfortable i was like there's something going on there i was like it's the pi in him yeah <laughs> and, then, and then he snored and that was like the nail in the coffin well okay before we get into everything obviously i always like have some general questions so okay. i think i mean we saw this but who you were closest to in the bb house would you say um, the, the number one person that I was really closest to was Casey because, um, I could always talk to her. She always calming down when I was freaking out about something. Um, I was able to open up to her and I, I think I cried a couple of times talking to her. So she, she really made me feel like home mm -hmm. and, um, I just, I really loved her and her story. And she was also, we had talked about, um, she watched big brother from a very young age father and I connected with her that way because she was such a huge fan and so was I so like we would have so much fun like geeking out over big right. brother stuff so um she was who I was closest with and then um and then probably Angela um and then right before Caitlin left I got close with Caitlin mm -hmm. and I was mad about that so I was because I liked her yeah but yeah, I would say like right before Caitlin left her, but overall, Casey and Angela were the two I was the closest with. So what was your favorite either HOH or veto challenge, if you will? Do you have a, a favorite? Yeah, um, my favorite challenge was probably the veto that I placed second in. It was the the date the dating one. And that was, I didn't mean to do good in that one either. <laughs> I, I got really pissed off at myself after that. Like I literally... <laughs> It was really funny because afterwards I was like, why didn't, cause I'm, of course I'm in my head, like as an actor, like thinking all the time as a performer, I'm like, oh, I should have made a whole bit on that. Yeah. So I, I wish at the time I'd been like, nope, I don't want to win this one. And literally <laughs> just did like a full on like workout routine <laughs> as I was like putting them. Like, I think that one was the fun, the funnest for me because I did so well on it. And it was, it was just so much fun because I knew what I was doing. And I was like, boom, boom, boom. Like it, so that one by far was my favorite one to do. Do you have a least? Uh, the veto that I freaking lost um, because I suck at puzzles and I knew from the moment I walked out that I was doomed. Yep. Uh, I literally knew the moment I walked out. Maybe that's a, you know, the horrible mindset to have, but 
you know, I just could not figure that thing out for the life of me <laughs> at all. I mean, it's yeah. so bad. You know, a lot of, not all, but I'd say a lot of the challenges involve some sort of like physical activity element. I mean, mm-hmm. d- do y'all like train beforehand? Like, wh- you know, especially the one where y'all are hanging on the, um, those, oh, yeah, those, those br- the tree. trees that are angling, like I, I, the average person, I feel like would not be able to do that. No, I think that, I mean, I'm, I've always been in sports. Like I did track and cheerleading growing up and dancing. So I've always been physically fit or physically active. So for me, I wasn't too nervous about the physical um, aspect of it. And I'm also incredibly competitive, like really bad. Mm -hmm. So I'm that girl that goes with her family to putt-putt or to bowling. And I'm like, (laughs) or like, you know, really excited if I win and then like pouty if I don't win. been there yeah I mean I think a lot of people kind of when they know they're going on the show then they start they'll do like a last minute (laughs) last minute you know hoorah for me it was more so I needed to do more mental stuff so I was like what mentally what puzzles can I do what I I was studying you know like how many hours were in a whatever like I was trying to do a lot of that stuff before I went on yeah, I mean, the physical stuff I feel like I could do. It's the puzzles I would suck at. And then, yeah, like the, oh, and just the memory, having to, you know, watch watch GIFs and then remember, like, what? There's no way. Yeah. Um, I have no idea how on, even though I ended up bombing it, that one HOH, I made it all the way to the end. You did. And I have no, I have no idea to this day how I did that. Like, <laughs> I looked back on that and I couldn't believe it. I was like, I thought I wouldn't be close to winning a mental competition. <laughs> but okay, here we are. The mental is would be an absolute struggle for me. Um, I will say the, um, so I'm, I don't, if you've watched the whole season yeah. three, you know, at the end they do like, you have to remember what happened on every single day. Mm-hmm. And um that for me was I would meet up with Casey and Angela in particular, and I would go over the days with them. So we'd do, and we'd always have a word associated with that day. Oh, smart. It'd yeah. Be like, yeah. It'd be like day one, day two, Tyler, HOH. Um, and then it would be like, I can't remember. That one was like putting the balls in the thing. So maybe we said balls. We probably went Tyler, HOH, balls, yep. day two, you know? So that, that's how we would do it. And then whenever I would talk, to other people. Now I never got farther than day, whatever I was on day 50 something or 40 something. I can't remember 42? how many days I was on. I think it was 42, somewhere around 42, 40 something. Yeah. I think. Yeah. And I mean, I only made it that far. So I can only imagine what it had been for me later on, but I was actually remembering things pretty well. And when I would talk to other people, I would try and confuse them. So I, oh. so sometimes people would tell me be like day five, something and I'd be like, Haha, I know that's wrong. And so I just feel like, <laughs> and so I would just be like, yeah, <laughs> that's Constantly what we would try scheming. to do. We would try to confuse people. You kind of alluded to this, that you were someone who tried to go talk to people of the other you know, side, if you will. But in yeah. general, do, do certain alliances like hang out? throughout the day and not interact much with the other like and then for the the sharing the room does it end up being like majority alliance based or like yeah it's so weird um yeah it kind of does like what ended up happening was I actually ended up being in the pink room uh at first which was the majority of the other alliance Mm -hmm. and I ended up switching with Bailey because Bailey was in the blue room and she, her and Swaggy wanted wanted to be be Swaggy. Yeah. So we ended up switching, which worked out perfectly for me because when I was in the room with like Winston and and Casey and Brett and Sam was there too. So like we always, so Sam was kind of like our, you know, um, she was with us, but they didn't know that. So, um, so maybe having her was a bit of a distraction of the fact, but you know, I mean, they kind of all knew we were together. We kind of all knew they were together but no one knew about the JC and the Sam in the middle. So that was kind of like our little hee hee ha ha thing that we had. Right. But yeah, it is weird how it all kind of does end up morphing into that. But I would, I would try my best, like, like I said, to stay away from my alliance. But I remember a conversation I had with Bessie one time and it, cause he didn't understand the game at all. And I remember <laughs> sitting in the hammock with him one time and he was like, oh, he's like, we probably, he said something like, well, you probably shouldn't hang out with the people that you're aligned with. Like he like said that to me. 
because we were like talking about the game and I looked at him and I was like, yeah, you shouldn't. <laughs> and you do. And that's why I know who you're aligned with. <laughs> yeah, I feel like Fessy just kind of like kept, you know, surfing on through there for a while. Yeah, I had him too. Like that was the the greatest thing about my game. Like I, I had Fessy too. Like I knew that me and Fessy were cool. I had like a real big bonding moment with him one night up in the HOH and he was, him and Bailey were, Bailey was supposed to be, but you know, her, Bailey and Fessy were supposed to be my two, like out of that alliance, I felt like I could kind of control trust. it away yeah. okay. and trust. Yeah. Even when I got out of, out of the house, like Fessy said to me one time, he was like, why did you tell people about your alliance? Or why did you tell everybody about um, Bailey's power? And I go, Fessy, I didn't like, that was all a lie. I never did any of that. I was like, I didn't tell about, I didn't start an all girls alliance. I didn't tell everybody about the alliance and I didn't tell everybody about Bailey's power. <laughs> Where did that even come from? Yeah. So I, I found out Bailey had this power. She told me about it. She guaranteed safety to me and Casey and Angela for like two weeks. So she was guaranteeing me all this stuff. This was a big reason why I ended up going on the block. Um, but I ended up going back to Angela and telling only Angela. I did not tell Casey. I only told Angela. And then when I had that freak out moment about Tyler, mm-hmm. Angela decided she wanted to part ways with me because I, apparently I was psychotic. Emotionally. So or, I was emotionally unstable for her. So she decided to cut me loose at that point. And that was when she spilled the beans about Bailey's power to Tyler. To and Tyler. The the Alliance. And then it was over. Yeah. And it was downhill from there. Yeah. So. Is there ever a moment in general where like you can relax and believe in a friendship or the whole time? Are you just thinking like scheme with Casey? I felt that way. I felt like I could relax. I felt like I had a friendship with her. I felt that way about Winston. Okay. Um, I generally, I generally kind of felt that way about Brett. Um, but um Angela was it was weird because like I don't I don't know with Angela I sometimes would think we were so good at distancing ourselves from each other and playing like we didn't like each other that sometimes I actually believe she didn't like me and I remember even having conversations with her sometimes I'd be like you like me right and she's like yes she's like this is a show like we're we're putting on a facade and I'm like okay because we had actually planned to have a big big fight like mm. later on in the season over Brett. It was supposed to be um, in front of everybody so that it looked like we weren't together in any way. So we had that planned. Like, I mean, I mean, I, I genuinely felt like we were all very good friends. I mean, I wouldn't have trusted Angela and Casey before I left, you know, with Angela literally packed, like I'm sitting in front of Angela and I have like, yeah, I know that, you know, I know Brett's going home, but so I'm not going to pack my stuff over here. Like literally I wasn't even packing my stuff and she was just sitting there with me as I was packing, like not saying a word, not saying anything. And like now, like when I look back on it, I'm just like, that's like so chilly. Well, okay. Yeah. (laughs) So let's, let's go through the, the, what led to your eviction. So Bailey puts you up. Yes. And says you're a pawn. Yep. Did you, I mean, you obviously believed her at the time. Do you think that she like believed herself at the time? Like, I think originally that was the plan. Yeah. So the, the it, this week is very confusing. A lot of people really don't understand it. I barely understand it. So it's uh, a lot of people say either Rachel, you volunteered to go on the block or it was unlucky circumstances. Um, it, so it was a little bit of both. Um, I, when I initially went out there to talk to Bailey, uh, she proposed the idea of putting me up on the block and as a pawn. And I said, absolutely not. And I went downstairs and I talked to Casey and I was like all upset. And, and Casey was like, no, 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 no. You need to go right back up there and you need to tell her like, absolutely not. That can't happen. And I ended up going back up there. I don't remember if I went back up there that night or the next morning, but I ended up going back up there for the second time. And then that's when she lays the, this is the power I have. I trust you. Um, she kind of man- manipulated me in that way to say. Definitely did, yeah. Yeah, like, you know, and then I'm that type of person, like, I'll lay on the sword for my best friend. I will go to bat for for my friends. And I did consider Bailey a friend. I had spent the whole week prior 
in the have not room with her and we really bonded. So I kind of looked at it as a, this gets me good in with her, right? B this protects the people that I want to protect. She told me she was going to protect Casey and Angela for me. And uh, see, I was like, there's no way we're going to lose this with me, Brett, uh, in the, in the veto. I was like, I know for sure. One of my other players, I just really thought that unless Bailey won the veto that we would be set. Mm-hmm. So I, I really felt covered on all ends. I was not ready for the emotional journey that being on the block and the toll I mean I imagine it's super emotional some people handle it obviously differently than others you as you said Angela felt kind of went into a tizzy there um yeah emotionally like <laughs> what <laughs> a little bit of a tizzy, a little bit of a tizzy. It, it could be debated whether you or Caitlin um cried more definitely Caitlin cried more actually throughout yeah. her experience but I, mine was just my week <laughs> it was the, the week of tears versus like the whole experience but um yeah so so what's going through what's going through your head like why why did you have such an emotional meltdown. meltdown yeah um the reason was was I I think I realized once I was put on the block that I had made a horrible game error and I was then upset that Brett might go home. Um, I thought I was safe. I really did the whole time. But I got upset because, A, I thought I had made a really bad game move. And it frazzled me when I had been playing such a stellar game. And then knowing that I, in some way, would have a hand in Brett going home didn't sit well with me. I see. And, yeah. So that was basically what made me spiral. So you and- you kind of said this, um, I think it was afterwards with with Julie, where you said the whole week I was crying about bread. Bread, yeah, yeah, I yeah. was. It was just like I felt like I had really made a game error, and um, I didn't know how to recover at that point. And you know, I should have just been strong and just played through it and and stuck to my guns, like you know, okay, Rachel, you made this decision. It happened. You're on the block. Now you have to deal with it and just go forward. But I kept, and this is, you know, all sometimes, you know, of course your patterns in your regular life seep into your game. And so of course me being me, I'm beating myself up. I'm telling myself how, how could you do this? What is going on? I'm trying to go back in time and I can't go back in time. I wish we could. Yep. Yeah. So I was just, it was like, you know, I was just trying the entire time to like, and then I kept annoying Bailey. And all of a sudden I was like, I like went up there and she kept getting annoyed by me and questioning so me. Was, yeah. And I was just like, Fuck, man, I don't think I could have messed up a week any worse than I did. And well, then, and then, yeah. and then it was the, the, the puzzle street thing you, immediately off the bat, you like just kind of were defeated from the yeah, get-go. I was defeated already. And, and during that week, I wasn't eating like I hadn't I was a have not so I was skin and bone during during my um my final week in there and I was depleted like I remember right before even going out I had to wait you know like four hours before I even did the competition yeah and I remember I was already like my chest was like the anxiety that I had I was not feeling good when I went in to do that competition either so just the the lack of nutrition and just and the anxiety over it, I, of course, I failed. Like it was just, I, yeah. And then you give your little speech. I think you just told everyone you loved them. Yep. And Shout out to my dog, Charlie. Love, love yeah. ya, love ya. You're, you're probably thinking at that point, it's Brett's going home, Brett's going home. Um, yeah. Brett gets up and throws you under the bus in many ways like yeah but, but you're still probably thinking I don't know he he's he did this last week he's just trying to yep you know yep yeah stir stuff up I I and I said that in my interview with Julie I was like I just thought it was his last ditch effort to uh you know stir up the house before he left yeah I I didn't think much of it I thought it was his last ditch effort to stay and so I wasn't thinking to myself that this was the part of any type of plan that my alliance would be in on. So had I had I known that, hmm. Jesus Christ, I, I really think I could have flipped uh, Sam. And then it would have been a tie. And then I think Bailey would have evicted Brett. So looking back on it, 
I think to myself, oh my God, how great of television would that have been had I flipped Sam? Or and I, I think I could have got the Sam more than I could have JC because, yeah. uh, I, but I, the thing was with Sam and I'll never forget it. There was this moment that I had with her. Like it was either the day of my eviction was eviction day and I pulled her I pulled her and I didn't talk much game to Sam because she was a scary person to talk game with because she didn't know what was going on and so you're like always having to tiptoe in conversations around her <laughs> yes. so like I pulled her into the room and I was just kind of like do I have your vote and she was very like yeah you have my vote but why should I keep you like it was like she was like well tell me why I should keep you though hmm she was lying, of course, because she wasn't keeping me. But like, I she felt was like evasive, she was kind of very yeah. evasive. But she really was like, "Well, tell me why I should keep you, though. Like, why should I keep you?" And I remember thinking to myself, when I looked back, and I was like, "It sounded like she was kind of like trying to throw me a bone." Probably. Come on, girl, tell me Give why me I reason. should keep you. Give me a reason why I should keep you, because apparently they were. Tyler and Angela and them, I think I threw on the feeds after I left, they were like, oh yeah, Rachel does nothing. She's a slob. She doesn't cook anything. She doesn't clean. Like, that's how they were getting her to turn against me. Well, it's so horrible. Yeah. <laughs> Let's just discuss the eviction, then we'll go back and do kind of a hindsight situation. But you definitely had one of those, like, shell-shocked, like, goodbye. Yep. You said your name, and uh, you were gone. <laughs> oh yeah. Like, Like, why did you do that? Why did, you know, what caused you to just say, boop, shock? And it, it's it, it, shock. And it's weird because even when I sat down with Julie, I didn't initially think my alliance had turned on me still. Yeah. Right she's the one that. that told you, of course. Yeah. Which perplexes me as to why I bolted out of there so quickly, because I, I mean, I think in that moment I was so shell shocked and I was so mm -hmm. upset that this had occurred you know, I mean, that was the one thing I was so petrified to happen to me had happened. And it was basically like, fuck these people. It was a fuck you. Literally. I was like, I don't, I was like, F all y'all, y'all done screwed me over. So F you. And so that was, that was my, my reasoning. I was just like, fuck these people. Let's do a hindsight. Yep. What did you, what did you miss? Like, were there any, I don't know, like secret meetings, any level six members that were like, did you see anything that in hindsight you could have known something was going on yeah there was um a meet after they were doing the um we were doing the gif stuff that was the next um hoh competition and i was thinking i was saying so of course i was studying them yeah and there was one moment where i walked into the have not room and my entire alliance is sitting in a circle in the have not room going over the HOH like they were practicing and I walked in and everyone looked at me and then went back into what they were doing and I just kind of slid in like oh I'm supposed to be a part of this clearly like so like I'm sitting there like listening to what they're saying but looking back on it you were like we're not invited <laughs> no I was not invited to that party <laughs> like looking back on it I slid in there and everyone was basically like this like gave me a look and then just went back to what they were doing. I mean, like now looking back on it, you know, that was a big sign right there. And then I think nothing else really, to be honest with you, looking back on it, that was one thing. And then, you know, like I said, everybody was just, after I had my little flip out about Tyler, I was very nervous to flip out about anything else and to be emotionally charged about anything else. So I basically just went, mute and just like I stopped talking and I stopped having emotions and I just stopped because there was no point anymore because everyone was basically telling Angela was basically telling me to shut up like everyone was just like shut up like stop and um control yourself you're staying like stop freaking out stop freaking out and so I I was like okay Rachel stop freaking out so finally I just stopped freaking out because it was getting close to the end of the week. So I was like, I'm not going to freak out about it, which is probably why I was so blindsided too. Do you think had you not even, I guess from the, from the beginning of the, the week of emotional haywire, I'm sure you go back and think like, you know, what could I have done differently? Like, do you think it would have gone yep. that way? If for example, you would have kept your cool. I think had I not told Bailey 
for the brief second that I said to her, because it was literally, this is how it went down. I was sitting there. I was kind of thinking everything in my head as she's going through all the scenarios and what she wants to accomplish. And I sit there and I'm kind of staring off like I'm going through it in my head. Mm. And then I go, you know, I guess it would make sense to put me on the block. I said that, that out loud. That's where it, yeah. And then she went, oh my God, Rachel, thank you so much. Like, I really appreciate this. And like, literally I went, but, and then like, right after I said that, and she then she said that, I go, but I, I don't want to go on the block. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't want to do this. And then she's like, no, no, like, it, like, I need you. I need you. I need you to do this for me. Like, please, please. And I'm just like, Shit. No, I, it was like, I was all of a sudden I was caught and I was like, I don't know how to get out of this now. And I, I then tried to get out of it a second time when I went up there um, right before the nominations, I, I begged her again. I said, please don't put me up. Please don't put me up. I don't think this is good. I don't think this is going to be good. And she was like, no, it's like what I have to do. And then she just got annoyed and yeah. And cause I firmly believe she would have put up Brett and JC Mm-hmm. Um, that would have been the nominations had I not done that. She was scared to ruffle JC's feathers and me being that, again, that person that wants to go on the sword thinking I can save us all. I can save JC. I can save Brett. I can save everybody. And then I ended up getting evicted. So, Is there anything else uh, that you could think of that you like quote unquote, you know, would have done differently or regret or anything like that? Nope. That was my biggest regret. Um, That's it. I mean, I was playing a flawless game. Like I was very proud of myself and I was so focused and determined. And after when that, when that happened, my whole game changed after that, like my entire game. You were thrown into a, a I was thrown for a loop. Yeah. When you were evicted, who at that time did you think was playing the best game um casey and tyler okay i knew i knew my alliance was gonna win i knew someone from level six was gonna win when i was evicted i was like someone from there is gonna win i don't know who but someone will um but yeah uh casey and tyler were the two i knew they were playing the best game how did your life change like you know post eviction obviously going on any reality show your life changes big time like what what immediately was different for you? People recognizing me in public, um, that was different. Um, and I don't know if you felt this way when you got off the show. I don't know. I got I got really weird. <laughs> I, 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 I could got say too. I could say I got really weird. Yep, yep. <laughs> I got really awkward and weird. Like I kind of thought when I got off that I would just be like trying to interact with my fans all the time and just being, having all this content ready and just being ready to go. And like, I just, I, I thought that, that that fame was made for someone like me. And when I got off, I was so heartbroken and I had so much anxiety. I literally thought like everyone was like out to get me. I was like, you just want something from me because I was on TV. I had this feeling of like, this is this is so terrible to say because no one gives a fuck about me. But at the time, someone would look at me and I'd be like, they know. They know it's me. Or, oh, yeah. And then they would look at someone and say something to someone and I'm like, they're talking about me. They're, you know, yep. like, oh, God, who the fuck thinks that of themselves? But yes, I got weird. Yeah, I got I got not myself. I, I will say I enjoyed I enjoyed when I got recognized. I thought that was fun. It's nice. Yeah. But what what I didn't like was I felt like afterwards that people that I knew that did, maybe didn't give me the time of day or professionals. Wanted to get drinks all of a sudden. All of a sudden they want to get drinks. They want to put me in their show. They want me to do this. They want me to do that. And then I started, it made me like pissed off. So instead of kind of embracing different opportunities, I kind of shunned them away because I was like, you're, you're, I don't know what your intentions are. And of course, you know, coming from a paranoid house where I literally just got blindsided, of course, I'm going to look at everybody like, what's your, what, what are you trying to get out of it? What's, what's your, your intention angle? here? <laughs> yeah. So I, I would say it could have been, I was, I was expecting it to be a lot better than it was. I will say that. And did you and Angela ever like make up what, like what happened? <laughs> <laughs> so when Angela, when I saw her on the stage after the finale, yeah. Um, we locked eyes. 
she was across the way from me going, mouthing to me, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry. Like just telling me how sorry she was. And um, at the time she thought Tyler had screwed over or something. I don't freaking know. But anyways, we ended up, you know, embracing and she was wanting to be by me the whole night. And we went into the backyard together and I was, you know, kind of, you know, I wanted my friendship with her and it was like this weird, like, I love you, but you fucking screwed me over. Like, Oh, and I forgot to even touch on the, the video that she. Yeah. Oh yeah. What's wrong with Angela? Uh, yeah, that was, that was, I was heartbroken. I mean, that was, yeah, it was mean. It was like seething. It was mean. It was mean. It was mean girl. Yeah. I mean, there was also, I don't, I don't know if you saw the video that she did. There's a, it was a clip and I was, you know how the walls, the blue and the yeah. pink room were separated. She, we, it was open, it was cracked open. And I said to her, I was like, I'm just so ready for this week to be over. And she's like, she's like, um, don't worry, it will. Um, like, don't worry, like, it'll, it'll be all over soon. And then she closes the, the door, looks at the camera, and she was like, it'll be all over soon. Oh, yeah, it's like some. Like, in this vindictive, like, just nasty way and I remember thinking to myself there is no way in hell if I was screwing a friend over I could do that like I I could never do that to somebody I mean even like my thing with her was I don't know if it was one week or two weeks after when Casey's on the block and she's kind of calling out Angela and Angela has this just like kind of I don't know like smug like (laughs) You know, I don't, it was hard. It's hard to describe, but I was like, ew, like, it was just icky. I just really don't think that she gives a fuck about what people think about her. I really I mean, don't. Maybe I'm jealous of that. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I wish I could be like that, I guess. But I mean, I just really don't think that she, and I don't think that she has a lot of like close, close friends and, you know, in her life, like versus, you know, and again, I'm, I, I don't know that for a fact, but it, it's just it seemed to be that way to me whenever I was in the house with her and I would chat with her, she seemed to be kind of a lone wolf, you know, and she didn't really like, you know, have gatherings with friends a ton and and different stuff like that. So um, I I just think that she's just like a no nonsense person. And that's great for her that, you know, that she's able to be that way um, and not get very emotionally attached to people. Um, I get very emotionally attached to people. I'm a very emotional person. I'm a cancer we're very emotional creatures. Um, so like I would be horrible in The Bachelor. I'd probably be crying. I mean, that. I was fucking awful. So. <laughs> I would be like, eh, why aren't you? Like, I'd be horrible. People would hate me. Um, but yeah, I, I just think that, that she's that way. And, and you know, post-show, we've, we've touched base here and there. I mean, like, but we've never hung out, like, since the show ended. We haven't hung out at all. And um that makes me sad. I, I, I mean, I definitely wanted her to reach out and I would have loved to her for her to be like, Hey girl, like I would love for us to like have a weekend together or, you know, maybe go have some drinks together and talk it out. Um, I really was looking for her to reach out to me because I had felt so betrayed and I didn't ever really get that reach out of, of, Hey, Hey, listen, I know it was really difficult you know, I know that this happened, but I still, I love you. And I still want to be friends with you. And uh, I would love for us to maybe like catch up and have some drinks and really talk this out. I never got that from her. So that was really, that really hurt my feelings. And I was just, I just kind of chalked it up to, okay, she's just going to be like a, an acquaintance. What happened with other housemates or, you know, like where's everybody now? You know, I saw Casey um, when I did Hearts of Reality in, in December. And just recently. when I saw Casey, it was like we had never been apart. I mean, I love Casey. And um, I was happy to have that that time with her. A lot of people thought you were like in a relationship for a minute there. <laughs> I know. <laughs> we were just off the show. Yeah, someone wrote in and was like, what about that video of her and Casey? And I'm like, oh. That was fun. that was show excitement. That we were, was yeah. we were drunk at we were drunk at a gay bar. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, never a relationship. Um, but you know, I I just you know, Casey was one of my friends in the house. I wanted to continue some of my friendships from the house. Jesus. Yeah. So um, yeah, I'm I'm still cool with Casey. We don't talk all the time, but like you know, social media and when I see her at events, like she's totally cool with me. And so 
all that jazz. Um, I'm just, I'm closest with Caitlin. I think it's just because, you know, we were pre-jury together. We bonded. We've been through a lot together. Um, she's a really great friend to me. I love her. And um, yeah, me too. And we, we've become very, very close. So, um, and, but I still like, I have love for Brett and Winston and Tyler. And I really have love for all my cast. Um, I don't talk to everybody all the time, but um, I have love for every single person. Just the only person I really, really talk to like almost every single day is Caitlin. Okay. So let's, okay. We'll, let, we'll talk about your boyfriend. How'd you meet okay. him? What's that story? Um, well, we actually met um, before the show. Um, it was in Lake Tahoe and we were doing a show and I was a singer dancer and he was Elvis. Yeah. Um, at, the t- at the time he was um, not single. So um, it was just a meeting of, nice to meet you. I'm going to be on stage with you. So nice to meet you. But I remember when I met him, um, I initially, I immediately got this sense of like warmth mm, and like nice somebody, somebody that I could talk to um, somebody that was just like, I don't know, like the, just the word that I keep thinking of is warmth. Like I just wanted to be around him Aww. and this like a light about him. That's cute. And yeah. And I mean, I was just like, Oh, he's a nice person. And then I went on my way. Like it was nothing, whatever. Um, that he had asked me to do a couple of gigs after that, which was really cool. So I was, I had made like a professional connection with him. And so he used me for two other gigs, like the next year and whatever. And I got to travel and all that stuff. And then I went off on big brother. And then when I came back, I did a gig, uh, January of 2019. And, um, it was just another gig where I was a singer dancer and he was. Elvis and I had found out that he was um, single now, and I was like, hmm. "No, <laughs> what?" <laughs> and then, so, so basically, I ended up. Um, I uh, after the show got over, I was like at the bar immediately afterwards. I was like slugging drinks back, and I was like, I was like, "All right, is he gonna come down?" I was like, "Somebody needs to text him to come down to the bar." And um, we were like sitting there, and I, I don't know, one of the girls texted or something. And finally, he literally got down there at like 1230, like past midnight. And I'm like, that's past my bedtime. Oh, my God, I would die. Yeah. So he's sitting there, you know, talking. And then I ended up I had been drinking too much. And so I was like, I'm going to go up. And so when I went up to my room, I texted him and I was like, hey, like, I would love to chat with you if you want to. And he was like, immediately responded. And I was like, yes, I'd love to come up. Uh, do, do you want some wine? <laughs> and so like, he literally got me a glass of wine. He came up to my room. We chatted, chatted, and basically have been inseparable inseparable ever since. Oh, that's so cute. Yeah, I mean, and we've been like, you know, we were rocks and we were there for each other during a difficult time. I mean, I was just off the show a couple months. I mean, I got off, I mean, all that ended in September. So October, November, December, January, so about four months off of being on the show so he was there for me through all of that through my move to california through all of my dramatics and up and downness of my emotions so he's seen it all he's you know been there for me and i was there for him during a difficult time so um that's kind of the, you know our relationship so speaking of boys in your intro yeah. you talk about kind of getting good tips because you're a good flirt so yep. as someone who has zero game, can you <laughs> can you share a pointer or three for flirting? <laughs> oh my gosh, I'm trying to think. Um I mean you've been out of the game for a minute, but you know. I know. I feel like I haven't done anything in a long time. Um I'm very just being very uh I connect the eye contact. Eye contact, and, um, okay. Um a touch. Um, on the thing or, or um, I just use my personality I think that's the main thing I try to do I'm just I try to be fun funny and like balance. I just try to be funny can you I... approach like should I approach a guy like should I st- stop being afraid to approach people definitely okay definitely you be like be like like uh, I don't know I'm just trying to think you're at a bar I haven't been to a bar I, 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 I don't even remember what a bar is anymore but I know I don't know, just like a, you know, like a, you know, it's going on. I don't know. <laughs> like, I don't know. Someone I'm... told me once to like make eye contact, but then hold it for like a beat longer. Yes. To I agree. Okay. Yeah. I think like a, a very, like a, you know, you're looking, make eye contact. You're like... <laughs> <laughs> I wish I had recorded like a... this just so everyone could see. <laughs> it was like a wink and then like a, like a little cute 
smirk yeah. and then like a shy almost. Yeah, like a shy, like whatever. Looking away. <laughs> uh, that's what I would do. I would. I, mean, I was like trying to think. I would. I would definitely look. I'd make eye contact and I would smile because I have nice teeth. Oh, some, some. oh, that was really helpful. Um, all right, let's finish with <laughs> some some bachelor talk. Okay. You are yeah. um, watching Matt's season. Do you have any? I don't know, like some front runners or some favorites. I think we all fell in love with Katie last night. Oh. After. I hate, I didn't, so you were talking about how you kind of, it was like Big Brother versus Bachelor. I didn't watch a lot of the earlier seasons of The Bachelor. Or what season were you? I was Ben Higgins. I, yeah, I watched a little bit of Ben Higgins season. Yeah. So I kind of got on the train um, during, I watched Sean Lowe's season. And then I kind of really started with Hannah Brown. Like that was, that was Your the intro. season I really, really got my sunk my teeth into was was Hannah Brown season so I've been hooked ever since Hannah Brown uh season and um yeah I I I love that Katie you know stood up for um Sarah because like she said you never know what anybody's going through so um that really I don't know I just really loved that I love that she took the time out of that little wolf pack I got a little bit heated about that whole thing because I had all these people that were like you know, Sarah deserved it. And I'm like, okay, look, did she fuck up? Yes, she did. Yeah. And I think she learned real quick that she did. Yeah. And as someone who's done the show before and also has like hidden at times because I'm just not ready to face what I know is going to happen. That's a natural thing. She came down. She tried to, I think genuinely express remorse and it was just so funny because all these girls are like for fucking forever they're like i need she needs to come down she needs to explain herself and then she comes down and explains herself and they shit all over her and like Mm -hmm. don't allow it so then of course she goes and retreats even more of course it just was like so bizarre i don't yeah yeah i don't know yeah and i remember when i saw you on um when you went on, which was the one where they did an update on you? It was during the episode. Season. Yeah. 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 And I remember, cause I ended up friending you after that messaging you yeah, after that because yeah. I really, um, I really loved ha- your story of how um, you went from like basically being bullied and having like this horrible experience afterwards. And, uh, I mean, and I like my heart broke for you because I, cause I, cause I'd been there and yeah. I was like, I know how it feels after the show to like feel that way and feel so, you know, incredibly lost, but I couldn't even imagine. Cause like when I had, when I got it voted off, I kept seeing everything that people were saying about me in the house and I'd get tagged and stuff on Twitter all the time. Ugh. It would be like, Brett thinks you're ugly or Angela just said you were, you were that uh, you're not, uh, I would, that was one of the things Angela and Brett said that they would be embarrassed if they were where they were in my career at my age like so there was there there was stuff that was being said and I was just had to just grin and bear it I couldn't even say anything to these people so I was like I can only imagine how she feels like watching all this stuff back and what people were saying and just like yeah I mean it's 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 hard and I don't know what would be harder like having America shit all over you or having like your own cast members that you thought were you know it's different obviously for you probably america shitting on you would be harder because there's more of those people except minus a couple but so either um, way it sucks and i think what i've what i love about like having done this podcast for so long and and i interview people from all sorts of shows is like there there's all like similarities right like everyone has even the people who you know had a great experience or you know or you know one big brother like even those people still probably have uh what yep. what, what we would call like a weird you know yeah back into I the world kind of thing but yeah I mean and then there's people like us that feel heartbroken or feel um wronged or or anything like that and and that's hard too there's just like reality tv is uh it's a hard part. It's it's hard. But yeah, I mean it's, it really um, is. Yeah, I'm glad I'm glad that you saw me and and that I followed you back cuz you're a fun yeah. you're, you're a good follow and uh Oh, well, that's good. <laughs> you're a good follow too. I I was telling someone recently like I just downloaded TikTok but I don't do anything. But I don't know how you make all those great videos with the like you did the the Mean Girls one where you were <laughs> I, I don't understand how 
that I don't get it. I don't get it. I can teach you if we ever like hang out. I can teach Does you. Does it take a long time? Um, you know what? It uh, sometimes it does. I think with that one, it took a little bit longer because like you have to go to like the self timer and then put it to where you want it to go. And then yeah, yeah. But the great thing about it is that like you can you can always start over. Have a start over. You can adjust the clips and stuff. So it can take a long time. But I'm I'm like trying to up my TikTok get my TikTok game this year. I'm trying to do um I'm trying to get myself a two thousand dollar camera and it's the it's like it's like the A7 three. I don't even freaking know Canon what it is. It's or... like a, it's a, it's a, um, I think it's a Sony. Okay. Oh yeah. Oh yes. Yes. I know exactly what you're talking Sony about. Sony A7 three. So like two, um, this one girl that I love her TikTok, she does, um, the acting POVs. Um, I just, the quality is like cinematic. Sick, so I'm yeah. trying, I'm trying to do cinematic quality type stuff. So hopefully I will be doing more of that next year let's uh we'll specify social medias but tiktok especially so that we can up your your tiktok game so tell everyone your social well i'm on i finally i got my tiktok handle back it's not rachel swindler eight anymore it's It's just rachel Rachel swindler Swindler. it's just rachel swindler so when i got verified thank god i got my little rachel swindler (laughs) so i am rachel swindler on tiktok and instagram and then I don't even know what I am on Twitter. Don't follow me on Twitter. I like following you because you do the the live tweets for The Bachelor. So let me, in general, if you want Bachelor live tweets, it is... It's Rachie Swin. Rachie Swin, yes. Rachie Swin. Rachie Swin. Nice job. Go follow. Yeah, my wait, my front runners for... Oh, my God, yeah, we totally... Whoops. Yeah, uh, I like Brie. Yeah. I like Brie. Um, It's hard because a lot of the girls I'm like blanking on their names because like every there's so many Brie um uh, I know everyone really loves Rachel I mean I think Rachel's gorgeous um, there's some problematic things coming out but I understand yeah, I've heard there's some problematic things so that's yeah so I'm not 100% sold on her yet not sure I know there's I don't know I always laugh every time I watch it when they're just like I just, I don't know. I like really like him now. I don't. <laughs> it's never happened where I've had feelings this fast. I can't believe I've had feelings this fast. I go, I can. It's freaking nasty. You're on television. Literally, I'll, I can vouch for it. Contact to the outside world. You, you, you <laughs> literally have feelings upon first sight. You're like, oh, he's, he's it. I started I, when I was in the house and I was secluded from everybody. I was, I was looking at, I was looking at people. Was it Winston that right away you were like, he's cute? Oh Yeah. I was right off the bat. I was into Winston. Yeah. Why didn't you do a showmance? Come on. With Winston. (laughs) We just, we, we missed the mark when it came to like, um, just, I don't know. We had a lot of fun together, but when it came to like deep conversations and stuff like that, I felt like we were missing the mark a little bit there. Okay. He was also way, way too into Brett. No, 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 no. Um, Brett was, um, yeah, Brett made it like very clear when I was in the house that I was like not his type oh. and you would never be into me. Yeah, he wasn't very nice about me when I was in the house. Ew. And like I I had tell I told a story one time when I was in there kind of about an experience that I had had in uh, uh one time during my dating life. <laughs> and uh, we will not discuss that said experience, but said experience happened and I, he kind of looked at me a little sideways for it. And I felt like he was he kind was of judging judgy? me for it. A little judgy. Yeah. I don't like judging. I think, and, and when I, I had actually, and when I told him I went to college, he seemed to be shocked. I mean, he definitely had the, a, an air of like cybersecurity. Yes. Um, Did you know I work in cybersecurity? <laughs> yeah. Much love to him, but he was very cocky and he was very... Um, I think that came across. Full of himself. For yeah. sure. There so, was no missing that. There, <laughs> yeah. There was... I, I had... Um, the, the thing with him in the house was I, I had... I was attracted to him, which was the issue. Like, I was I was attracted to him, but it was like... It was awkward because I was. And But you know how like when you're attracted to somebody, but you know that a relationship could never happen and would would never happen mm-hmm. that's how I felt about it so it was like this little like little conundrum I was in it it almost makes you like more interested because you know it yeah work, you know exactly it was like I knew you want to like prove why it can or something I don't mm-hmm. know if it's like a totally 
Yeah, it was, yeah, it was this weird thing. Well, it's the whole concept of like, you know, we, we want what we can't have or like we want available people kind of thing. Yeah, I, that was definitely it with, with, with Brett. That was what that was. Um, and then, yeah, I mean, just me and Winston, we were just better as friends. And then I wasn't, I wasn't attracted to Fessy at all. Well, he was ta- he was pretty much taken for. Well, he he had kind of been around the block trying to get with a lot. Of, he was he was trying to get with Angela at first. Like that was like he him he had approached Angela like day one or two, maybe day two, and was like trying to get in a relationship with her and was basically like it's either them or us like basically like you're on our side or you're on their side and she was kind of like um could you have believed that tyler and angela would make it this long um i mean when i was in the house i would have never thought that they were into each other that's what was so crazy and then i got out of the house and i started seeing it from outside the house i was like okay they kind of actually make sense and because I just viewed Tyler as this like kind of airheady life that was that was what he went into the house as you know I kind of viewed him he as had this that kind character. of airhead yeah um this airhead kind of very vacant not a lot going on Surfer up there bra. bro and so I was thinking Angela was probably more into somebody that was intelligent that was what I thought and then now like looking back and then I'm like oh okay well now it makes sense like and now they're like legit yeah they're they're 100 legit i mean i'm happy for them i wish them the best many many babies and i hope i'm invited to the wedding you will be i, I want to go to the wedding still so. uh, you should <laughs> reach out make peace right before or like a year <laughs> before it's fine yeah i mean we're we're all i mean we're all good unless she listens to this and get angry but um she no. won't <laughs> she won't so. she won't get angry yeah. You're just talking about your experience. That was your experience. Well, dude, thanks for coming on. It was so great to see your face. Yeah. I'm like, I have a friend in you. Yes. And you're aware now? I'm in New York. Okay. And what are you going to school for? Uh, Digital marketing. Yeah. I'm, um, I'm in digital marketing. uh, My graduate uh, master's degree. Graduate. Yeah. Wow. Is it hard? Brutal brutal but honestly like I'm so happy to have it you know obviously COVID COVID world has been so fucking weird and so it's like I'm just glad to have something to to do um yeah because New York is like I mean as close to like locked down as anything could be and so there's just not much to do here in the city uh at the moment so it is it is helpful to have that yeah yeah I know girl both both of our lives (laughs) Yeah, just 180. Yeah, <laughs> one. Yeah, legit. 180. Oh my gosh. Well, you're the best. I think you're awesome. Uh, thanks. There you. <laughs> Everyone, follow and uh, be nice on social media to Rachel and um, all the things. Keep in touch. I will. See ya. Bye.